Start in T minus ten seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. It's time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast. I'm your host with the most, Beetle Beetlepool. No, I'm just kidding, you guys. This is one of, another one of my costumes I've been working on because you know it's Spooky Month, so I figured I'd show up one of my uh, one of my homemade creations tonight. Of course, tonight we're gonna get continue with spooky kind of stuff, and we're gonna talk ghost story, you know, ghost stories and real life experiences dealing with ghosts and things like that. And I thought. Who better to bring along for such a conversation than Miss Vicky back? You know, our, our medium we had on last time that was such a joy to have with us and had great conversation with. So, of course, thank you so much for coming back and joining us again this evening. And of thank course, you for having me back. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And of course, in the in the ranks with us this evening, we got Bandit, Neptune, Ox, and Caitlin all here joining us tonight. So this should be this should be a good fun conversation. I think like we were we were talking a little bit before it. And, we already got the spooky juices flowing, you guys. Like it's 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 gonna be. I think it's gonna be a good night, good conversation. So, of course, you guys know where you can catch all this going on. You're out there watching and Rumble and BitChute and Odyssey, and you're uh, you're listening. Lord knows from Lord knows where on any of the audio apps. I've actually been seeing somebody check in from Budapest, Hungary, all this week. So, uh, I I, I kind of dig that. I appreciate that. That's a, that's a that's a new one for the list. But you can find all the great stuff that. You can find us, you know, find us and more over here at unconstitutionalawakening.com. That's got links back to all the places you can watch and listen, including listening on there, and to get you some sweet Unconstitutional Awakening merch, as well as check out our awesome sponsors, Kirk Elliott, Peachy Key Creations, Ammo Can Survival, and, and Homeschools Connected. And uh, there's also some a bunch of new stuff going on over here, man, with the podcasts and more. You've got not only the places that you can watch us and other shows, that we've been invited to, but Caitlin's got a little spot going on now where she's sharing some cool stuff, and even Bandit's going to start sharing some stuff on the Urban Gardener and stuff, so you guys make sure you check all that out. You know, we appreciate everybody that's been watching and keeps this thing going. That's just kind of the way it goes. So, of course, as usual, I'll go around the table and see how everybody's doing tonight, and I'd like to start with our guest this evening. How are you doing, Miss Vicky? How's things going? How's things been for you since last we spoke? Uh, actually getting getting a lot better thank you very much for having me back i appreciate it i really do um really excited for halloween because a lot of the paranormal stuff really starts kicking up then but it 
I see it all the time. So, but it gets a little bit more intense around Halloween. So I'm excited for that. <laughs> I, I think there's a big energy shift in the fall. And I think that it opens a lot of portals. Like that's like, a, to me, that's like a thing. Like there's a. Yeah, there, there is. The veil gets very, very thin, close to nil of being one on. Um, it happens two times a year, once in May. And then um, once um, Halloween. Halloween. So, so like when spring starts coming in truly good. And then when fall starts coming up. Exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, like we, I mentioned before on the other podcast, you got a lot of people adding to opening up portholes and dabbling and stuff that they don't know what they're doing. And then you got the portholes that are already there that are very active. So it just kicks it in a lot, a lot more. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and that, so, you know, that's a, there's an influx of that kind of stuff going on during this time of year because people are even unwillingly, unknowingly opening up these portals and stuff like that's a, that, that's a very, that's a very believable thing. I think we'll get into it a little bit of that this evening. So I look forward to that. <clears throat> Bandit, how's it going this evening, buddy? It's going fantastic, man. Absolutely fantastic. I think it is too, buddy. We've, we've, oh, it is. We've had a little bit of fun the past couple of days and, and, and uh, I think it's going to continue. So. <clears throat> Ox, what's going on up there, buddy? I haven't seen you on in a little while. I know it's been a little bit, and I'm happy to be back. It's uh, tonight's going to be a really good episode, I think. Good, good. You've been hanging on over there in the West Coast. I know how them Californians treat you. Uh, it's not fun. I want out. I want off this ride. But in the meantime, uh, they're not going to take my rights without pulling back a stump. So that's why I love you, buddy. Caitlin, how are you doing this evening? I'm good. I'm trying to find a spot to prop everything up. <laughs> Too cold outside. It's starting to get chilly. It's raining over here. I don't know. I don't know what the weather's doing on Neptune's side of the state, but uh, I know up here today it was really humid. Now it's now. It's- no, we, we. I just witnessed it. We just got hit with a straight line storm, and I, you know, I looked at the radar and I knew you guys were getting hit, and I know you guys were getting hit. Speaking of Neptune, Neptune, how are you doing down there, buddy? Brother, I am a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest, but I'm doing just fine. As long as you're holding it together, man, that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. East all quiet on the Western Front. So ghosts have always been a subject matter that, you know, or something that is definitely spoke about in many different legends or myths or books or YouTube pictures, documentaries, documents in their own way. You know, ghosts are a very prevalent part of the the world we live in. You know, whether you, whether you believe in them, whether you don't, you know, there's still a reason, I guess, to talk about them because there are unexplainable experiences that, that occur every day. And like, you know, I've had I guess what I consider ghost experiences, like I've, I've seen apparitions not only with my physical eyes, but gone back from photos that I've taken when I've been hunting for them, because that was totally something I did when I was in my early 20s, because I thought it was cool to drive around and crawl through haunted places in the state of Georgia, because it's slam full of them. You come up to Appalachia, man. Georgia, oh, yeah. Appalachia, but- yeah. Savannah, very haunted. Can we pause for a second? Like, uh, most people have a misconception of what a ghost is. Sure. Okay. I mean, different 
I mean, different people have different uh, ideas of what ghosts are. I've heard ghosts described as <clears throat> interdimensional beings that we can't quite see, only partially see them shifting. Um, fallen angels. Um, ourselves. I've heard ourselves. Just, yeah, uh, just uh, different things can be, you know, uh, mistaken for or, you know, uh, demons. So, I mean, is it also fair to ask that maybe maybe ghosts reveal themselves differently to different people? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just wanted to get this. I just wanted to get this. You know, talk going like describe what it is that we're going to be ta we're talking about before we just say ghost. Well, I think. Well, I think for I majority think people, of us, it's just like the experiences for tonight. Like for us, it's just like the experiences. Like I don't know about you guys, but most of mine. Have, have not been like full on apparitions where I can see clearly. It's been like shadow, you know, shadow people. And yeah, mine have been mostly sounds. Sounds, yeah, sounds too. Yeah, I've heard sounds, um, seen shadow people, shadow figures. Um, I've, I've, I've just dealt, all kinds of things. I've, I've dealt with your regular everyday, you know, move something around spook, and I've done, and I've dealt with your full fledged poltergeist that set my house on fire so like there's i believe oh. there's definitely different levels of different kinds of spirits and and different kinds of things that are out there unvisible to the human eye whether whether it's a demon whether it's a ghost whether it's whether it's an alien whether it's you fucking with yourself from the future or the past like you there's Didn't there's a we million we did just talk about that we, we there's a million different this. exactly there's a million different let's things. not bring that up again okay we're not doing <laughs> that again <laughs> oh no we'll have those girls back too man they had we had a blast with them i love i, I love kate and kat like they were they were a blast they they, they spooked poor bandit a little off again for the second time in a row. So, so let's try and get some clarity here if we can then, you guys. What really constitutes a ghost in, in these situations? I mean, do you, do you have any insight for us, Peggy? Are you talking to me? I'm sorry. I can barely hear you guys. Yeah, sorry. Um, what really is a ghost? I mean, can, maybe we, you could give us some clarity on that. Yeah. I've Okay, first of all, I think a lot of people, because they can't see them or they don't really know the first word they go to is a ghost, you know, because it's just there, you know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. just become the social word. I guess you might have society for trying to describe something because they, a lot of people don't realize that there's a lot more out there besides ghosts and demons, you know, and aliens. Um, to me, honestly, a ghost is, Somebody that can move things that can you can literally see them walking around. It's kind of like an apparition. You can literally see them walking around. Okay. To me, that's a ghost. A spirit is somebody that, you know, they don't really make themselves known, but they can move stuff a little bit. They can kind of creep you out a little bit. Does that make sense to you guys? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. It's, um, it's a lesser degree, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Now, the only ones that can really move stuff, the only ones that can really move stuff are demons. They like toss furniture around demons or an entity. Okay, an entity that is high up there, like a split soul. 
one that their soul's been split where part of them's you know part of them's not here the other one's evil and they're just like their residual energies in that environment and they can actually move stuff i usually call those wall climbers what because they like to climb the wall pardon me poltergeist where, where does that yeah. fall in with that because I know I've heard them being able to whatever, you know, move objects in the room, move people. There's different levels and strengths of poltergeist. That's why they have there's different colors. You can get them in white, the misty, the misty color, the ghosty white color. Then there's the yellow, the orange, the red, the blue. So each one's a different level. And I believe the one that's the highest is the red one. And that's like close to like, uh, don't quote me on this, but like quotes, uh, uh, kind of like demonic level. It's like, they're very powerful. Not all poltergeists are good. They're like mm -hmm. right up there with like an evil entity or a I demon. I mean, do you remember the movies? Yeah. The movies? Not to, you know, not, he bring up stuff like this, but my, one of my little sisters totally looked like the little girl from Poltergeist. And that was about the same time those movies were coming out. She had the platinum, straight platinum blonde hair and everything. Mm -hmm. And we would be in the grocery store and she would mimic their hair, like perfect. Oh, and wow. Freak people out, man. It's funny. Oh, I bet. Uh, but but I, think yeah. Holly, I think Hollywood has a big effect on what people perceive as ghosts, though. You know, now that I bring up movies like that, they have, a, they have like, really confused a lot of people, I think. Well, they That's do that. Cool. They tell a lot of truth and a lot of lies. So, Well, Hollywood knows how a lot of these horror stories that you see, a lot of these ones that they're saying they aren't real and everything. Are real. Are real. They're real. Like, uh, I think we brought this up on the other podcast of these, they travel, like they're not, you're not daydreaming these things up. It's like they could be sleeping right. when they do like meditate or whatever, they go into these other realms and they see these creatures or entities or aliens, whatever realm they go into and they come back and they draw them up and they slap them on, mm -hmm. um, slap them on a movie and run with it. And then I a lot of these Hollywood movie things, yeah. they are using ideas don't come from nowhere. They don't come from nowhere. You know, Jimmy, they, I have said that constantly. Have I not brought that up a thousand times before? No. Just what Lynn just I mean, said. Like I mean, ideas gonna, don't come from nowhere. Right. If, if, if we're gonna if we're gonna start like, if we're gonna start quoting movies though about ghosts, I mean, there's really only one that we can truly go to. I mean, <laughs> yes, I. Mean, I <laughs> They're original, the best, <laughs> the best of the best. No, uh, I was in high school when Paranormal Activity came out, the first one. Okay, and back then, yeah, the, the big rumor was nobody knew if it was real or not. The found footage, Blair Witch, you know? and the like Blair that Witch movie too. scared me to death because I didn't know if it was real or not. Well, the Blair Witch Project, that was. They had the same thing about that too. It's like they didn't know if that was not real. quite that old, Bandit. Sorry. Well, it's what? like no, that's not, not oh. that old. Hold, hold the front door now. I remember when the Blair Witch came out. No, I was alive when it came out. I just don't. I wasn't old enough to watch those movies yet. Oh, 
I think I'm the oldest I forgot. one here. <laughs> I forgot how I forgot how old I really am. Well, Paranormal Activity came out when I was in high school too, and I remember okay. watching that. I remember taking a girl on a date to a movie theater to go see that because I had a beard and I could get us into a rated R. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to wait till it came out on DVD. So. Oh, okay. But I remember her leaving that movie theater in like a state of paralysis. Yes. Like, yes. Please, I'll ask my parents if you can come over. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I just kind of want to go home, like chill. It was like some was people scary. really thought it was real. And yeah. I, well, the cinematography was pretty good for the time, if I can remember correctly. I did. Yeah. At that time, for that time period, it really was. And like, yeah. I think that was really, I mean, the Blair Witch Project as a found footage. Yeah. But like for our generation, that yeah. was the found footage movie that scared the shit out of us because we didn't know if it was real or not. Like we really didn't. I want to know what always intrigued me about those movies was, um, and about also about the Blair Witch mm -hmm. and all of those supposed found footage movies. Mm -hmm. What if they really are? What if that footage really is real? Yeah. And in order to cover it up, they slapped it as a Hollywood movie and that's really what they do. The Film, filmed a few scenes with, that's with what a they few do. actors. With actors and then, yeah. Mm -hmm. I have what seen theories about how does. they they I, mask I, I it as entertainment theories. so that we don't believe it. It's a, it's less believable if they present it as just entertainment, mm -hmm. as just art. Uh, I, I've seen theories where they will have actors that look slightly different throughout the movie because on some clips they hypothesize <laughs> that they're real clips, while other clips are you know actors filling in. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Whatever they did get on film into that. Now, one of my favorite like found footage movies, um, it's like a net, it, it was like straight to Netflix, you know, type thing. Um, it's called, uh, oh gosh, uh, Ghost Encounters or Ghost Adventures or something like that, um, where they go to the asylum. Okay. And it's actually, it's, it's one movie and then it's a sequel and okay. sequel kind of wraps it all up because the first movie kind of ends with like a hip, like a cliffhanger. Um, you don't really know who's alive and who's not um, at the very end. And then in the second one, you find out that like the host of this ghost adventure show who took them to this, to the asylum, he's been trapped in this asylum this whole time. And the reason why he can't get out is because the asylum is actually alive and like all the energy there from where the doctors had done like, witchcraft and summoned all this nasty shit and portals and stuff um so basically the whole layout was switching around and he had like mapped out and knew which doors were going to switch when and you know all kinds Speaking of stuff but the asylum wanted the footage out like it, it would not let it would only let one of them leave with all of the footage it had to be a complete movie Interesting. Speaking of asylums, Kentucky has one of the most famous ones in the U.S. The haunted ones, Waverly Hills. Mm -hmm. yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yes. We have one down here too. Um, in, Millage in Milledgeville, and it's it's interesting that the one that we have and the one that you have up there, Bandit, even though they're closed and abandoned, 
they're still there. It's it, it, it of all things that to not be removed. You know, they they turn things into they level things and turn them into WalMarts real quick, but they seem to leave these asylums alone. I wonder why. Uh, there's a reason for uh, that. They no. around me they don't because <clears> they go, Hotel California, the one oh. that they wrote the song yeah. about. Oh yeah, that's a college out by me now. That is a university. Really, right by me, and that shit is creepy. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. look what they look at the problems they have when they were building stuff on top of Indian burial mounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, Did yeah. you know Colorado and has think, a couple um, of parks that are literally built on top of uh, graveyards? They removed the headstones, threw grass seed down, and made a couple of uh, the cemeteries mm-hmm. into parks. People are mm-hmm. picnicking, picnicking, and playing on graveyards. Yeah, and I stuff. mean, we wow. really don't know what's that buried is. underneath us. We really have no idea what is buried underneath us anywhere. The old, like, fort. The, the old Fort Pulaski Confederate Hospital in downtown Savannah was converted into a uh, building for SCAD. There's a lot of stuff down there in Savannah that is Savannah's a hot Savannah spot. Is, Savannah is, is very haunted. Yeah, Savannah is haunted as hell. That, that's down there where you are. Like there's 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 a list. Like I could just put Savannah in and it'll it'll bring up yeah. a list of some of the world's oh, most haunted places forward. actually. Yeah. Like my uh, my uncle was stationed there for a long time for many years and we would go visit him, you know, multiple summers and every summer I lo- I always was very interested in the haunted and ghost stuff and stuff like that so i mean even as a kid like when we go visit they would take me on the haunted tours of savannah and i mean some of them are really so much vicky before we started you were sharing a recent uh medium thing that you had going on with us uh yes and you know you sent oh. me a clip and stuff so i guess if we could get a little background and talk about that i'd like to i'd like to actually talk about that it was actually one of the par- the uh, one of the paranormal cases that I worked um, here from where I live, and the case was in California. And I met this lady. She sells stuff on. Uh, I'm not going to use names and stuff because of confidentiality, but she did give me the okay to share the story and everything because yeah. she believes that people need to be aware about this stuff because it's real. She wasn't a believer at first until you know stuff. Yeah. She met me. Until and, it yeah, and it was just too much. Um, I met her on Instagram and she sells stuff, uh, high-end makeup on there. And one night I was on there and there's about 20 of us. The first time I was on there and she goes, Vicki, do you see something there? And I was like, yeah, I see a old lady standing behind you, but she's got kind of like a sinister look on her face. And she's like, oh my gosh, one of the people that used to live here that died here was an old lady. And she said her, her daughter died and then I said, yeah, and there's a man there too. But I said, do you mind if I travel through your home? And she goes, no, that's okay. And so I said, yeah, I see you got a lot of activity. The hallway's dark. It's like black. You got a lot of activity. And there's a black spot at the end by one room. And I was literally telling her what was there. I said, bathroom, bedroom, uh, bedroom, and bedroom. And she said, oh, my gosh, yes. And she goes, let me get up and show you. She goes, I can't believe this. So she got up and she showed me and I got really sick when she went in front of her daughter's door. I said, you got to get me away from there. And she goes, I said, just step back a couple of steps and everything. I said, because that's so negative. It's like demonic. And she goes, are you serious? I was like, yes. So anyway, she goes, can I take you in there? I was like, let me prepare myself. And, and so I did. And she opens the door and I was like, it's in the closet. It's in the closet. And she's like, oh my gosh, I see it. You can see it. 
And um, I was like, you, you need to get out of there. Just close the doors. Don't let your daughter sleep in there or anything like that, because that's its space and it attacks your daughter. And she's like, oh, no, the, the, the daughter sleeps with them in their bedroom. She's got like a little bed and stuff off to the side and everything. Well, um, she was on again. She was on again. So anyway, I was up until like six o'clock in the morning talking to her and her husband, giving her all the information that I told her told them about. I said, there's a lot of death in that neighborhood. And I said, what's there is demonic. And that first night I said, I see your, uh, your grandfather sitting. I said, a grandfather figure man sitting in the chair over there. He's wearing um, suede boots, uh, a cowboy hat. And I said, he's protecting you. And she brought out pictures and the second grandfather was the one that it was. And she's like, oh my gosh, she goes, he died of cancer. And she said, I found this like cancer thing, charm thing for Crocs outside. And I was like, yeah, I said, it's his way of letting you know that he's around there protecting you. So anyway, she went on again a couple of weeks later and did a live. And there was like 20, 25 of us on there. And she was sitting there talking with us, describing the makeup and she goes, I just get really weird, creepy, just, I just get this really weird feeling. She goes, let me go ask Steven if he's okay and everything. I was like, we we're like, okay. So she goes and she checks on Steven and her daughter and her, and her son, and then comes back and she sits down. And when she sits down, there's something moving, some, uh, something on her counter over there. And she goes, did you guys hear that? And I was like, no. And she, she had a little fan on her desk and she shut it off. And she goes, do you hear that now? And we could hear it all of a sudden. It was like, she started getting paralyzed and her husband's watching her Instagram in the bedroom and their daughter's laying next to him on the bed and the son's in his room. And the, it all happened to them at the same time. It was like this paralyzing feeling and it was like cold paralyzing. You couldn't move your hands, but she could talk. And she's like, it's right next to me. I was like, we all saw it. It literally started manifesting. So everything that I told them prior that was going to happen when we talked at, at six o'clock in the morning and, and things um, started happening. And she said, I didn't realize it was going to happen really soon. And I said, I told you it was going to start happening. And she's like, yeah, you did. But she was, I'm just mind blown. And so she went, her husband messaged her and said, I, I'm getting the same. All of us are getting the same reaction that you're getting. So she got really freaked out. So we stayed, all of us stayed up talking until about seven, eight o'clock in the morning that time. And then, um, oh, what was it? They had a lot of weird stuff going on and I stayed in contact with them and they sent me pictures. And so I was able to tell them from the security uh, thing that was uh, what it was. And then I talked to the daughter and I said, You're, I talked to the little girl and I talked to the mom and I said, she sees them, she sees them, but it's threatening her. It's threatening her. And she, that's when they told me that when the mother came over, the wife's mother came over, she got a toy thrown at her and she accused their daughter of doing it. And she got in trouble. And she's like, they questioned her again. And they were like, no, she's like, no, mommy, no, daddy. I didn't do it. It's the black thing over there, the black thing over there. And they, they were like, okay, like that. And then they started, uh, they brought up that she was doing the pictures of knife stabbing, uh, people being hung. And um, I could just see in her eyes, the starting of the possession taking over and everything. So, and they don't, they don't let her daughter listen to uh, watch shows like that. And so anyway, 
we were on, we were talking and I said, let me talk to your daughter. And I said, if you don't mind. So I was talking with her and she was facing me and they went through the kitchen where they were sitting in and they were at the desk part, kind of like a big office space off the side of the dining room. And she goes, yeah, she goes, talk to her. Maybe she'll answer you and everything. I said, okay. So I talked to her and she's like, no, it's okay. And in her eyes, my guys are saying, no, they are. They're threatening her. It's threatening her. So anyway, she was standing there talking. We were just like giggling, talking about her fairy wings and everything. And the whole wall, I said, it's coming. I said, she's the little girl's watching me. And the mom goes, what? I said, it's coming. I said, get ready to grab Bella. And excuse me. And so anyway, she turns around in the wall. The wall just starts going black, all black. You couldn't see any of the pictures on the wall or nothing. And I said, it's coming. I said, and all of a sudden I said, get ready to grab Bella. And she turns her head and it was like poltergeist, uh, the exorcist, or, or what's the one where the, the, just like the turning of the head like that. And she, I said, grab her right now, grab her. And her mom grabbed her, wrapped her in arms. I said, you need to get a hold of your husband and get out of there now. And that's the same day that um, that voice happened. Excuse me, I skipped a part. The voice, they were in the room. She was putting clothes away. And her daughter was in her room, too, playing with a Barbie doll. And she was. we were talking about something. And she was starting to cough really bad. And it was choking her, like using her energy through her voice to be able to talk. And that was something that went on quite a bit at her place is like, they'd always start coughing. It was like they were, it was being choking them, choking them out using their voice or her husband would be laying in bed and feel this pressure on top of his chest. And there was talks about, um, there was a guy that actually killed himself in that house. He hung himself in that house, committed suicide. And a lot of both, all the adults started having where they wanted to start committing suicide themselves got really depressed and everything. So that's where the voice clip is. And they ended up fleeing that house. They ended up fleeing that house. It was like the third top pretty intense case that I've ever worked. I can barely hear you. <clears throat> I'm sorry. We, uh, you actually sent me this voice clip here. Uh, so yes. I was going to, I was going to pull that up for everybody to listen to. You guys want to hang on a second? Yeah. Oh, you know, but. <coughs> no, you know, but. <coughs> no, you know, but. <coughs> That's wild. Yeah, I mean, I, I clearly hear something going on there. Mm hmm. Can you yeah, it's actually a demon. It's been on that property for centuries and is calling in other ghosts and stuff. And every one of the people that it's killed in that home is there. And that whole neighborhood was was a, a gangbanger area. Okay. A lot of shootings. Kids got shot on that street. There's two cemeteries in the area. A lot of black blackness. Um, she was, I was trying to teach them the difference in the energies from where they lived and to the place they were staying and she showed me this one house there and you could literally see the demon standing in front of the window nobody was home 
and the curtains would move open. It like it knew that we were looking at it. Yeah. And so, and I told her, I said, your neighbors know, your neighbors know that this goes on. And it actually, they did. They brought it up. They were like, you know what? I forgot all about that. My neighbors did say, oh, don't worry about them. They just passed through here and everything. And I'm like, no, where you live at, your house, that was like the big, big kahuna's place where they came over. Uh, they, sh- Whoever was there fixed the house up, but they shot it up with the walls with bullet holes, punched the walls and everything. They partied there. It was just a lot of negativity there. And everyone that lived there has has been killed by this. And the tragic part was, is it literally killed her child while she lived there. Because a lot of people don't understand demons can suck the life out of people, no matter if it's in the womb or if it's like outside the womb here. See, I always thought that you had to like invite a demon in. I always thought that you had for to to be in order to have a to be possessed, you had to kind of invoke something on to yourself and you can and do that without even thinking about it. it you can do that without even thinking you're doing it you don't wow. without without and you you can do that unintentionally yes you can do it while you watch a hollywood movie and they're using yeah. real demons names and you're sitting there repeating it you just right your own into your life right but I you, knew also about gotta that. Re- you also got to realize too there's stuff that's attached to these grounds that we walk on that we don't know what's happened tragically there or a sacrifice is there or a porthole's there. Everything has been built on top of another thing, another thing, another thing, another thing. And there's been lots of tragedy that's happened. So we don't know. We don't know what's happened, but uh, demons can connect to land. I have one here that's outside here. That's here. I have one inside my house here. I'm trying think, to get out of my place, you know? I think this yeah. actually is a good segue into a video that Banda sent me, you know, talking about, like, like different kinds of, like, you know, things going on in houses and possessions and mm-hmm. stuff. And this is just a real quick video, but I figured this is a really good video of this, and we'll, we'll talk about it after we check this out. It's only, only a minute and 14 seconds. Okay. Why the creepy music, though? Well, because, you know, that's the way to do it. Is, you know. <laughs> creepy video. <laughs> that's not... Well, from what you've been describing, no, from that first house... Realize kids that young don't quite yeah, realize no. what's happening, you know, and no, what they actually lead to. Yeah. How are they going to... 
could because like if kids come to you at from that age if if a child was to come to you and say you know try to explain what just happened you'd be like you'd brush it off as really? oh, got an imaginary friend so i mean imaginary friends have always creeped me out because i didn't have one of those yes. when i was growing up oh everybody have a nice beetlejuice to hang out with or <laughs> well, you gotta re- you gotta remember, demons can disguise themselves as anything. As, anything. Yeah. as anything. your best friend that passed away, as a as an animal, as a child, as your grandparent, as your nef- uh, your neighbor, anybody, anybody. Right. So that right there, that right there, I would have to say yes, that was a demon in that house, and is disguising mm-hmm. themselves as an elderly woman. In that mm-hmm. video right there, yeah. disguising itself as an elderly woman. Interesting. That's, That's what my guys are telling me. Yeah, I would. Um, the most when what you've been describing, I'm pretty sure what I experienced was a demon. Then, and it, the only explanation I can think of is the land because um, it was a double wide that. Um, we moved into after my parents got divorced. Um, I was like seven or eight. Um, and I, right after that, my mom got really, really sick. And um, it wasn't long after she got sick that like in my room at night, I would start to see, you know, my room was up against, my bed was up against the wall. Um, and at the foot of my bed, um, it was like an empty space and it would manifest from the foot of my bed at this empty space from the wall. And it was just this dark shadow figure that would dart across my room um, and go out my door, like fly out my door. Okay. And then one night I woke up in the middle of the night. My mom used to wake me up for school by bending down um, at my bedside, you know, and just kind of gently waking me up. And the same thing happens. Okay. It was so dark outside. So I thought it was just early in the morning. I see my mom. Okay. I smile at her. And when she smiles at me, these teeth, I mean, it was this, this probably is the scariest thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. These teeth were so fucking scary. Like sharks' teeth multiple of them like multiple rows of them and like when i jumped up it like i I swear i heard a laugh and it just like slowly faded away and Mm then um a few weeks after that i went to my mom's room while she was getting ready for work and she was at her vanity um and you know my mom didn't really snap at us or anything um and I, you know, I said, Mama, and she turned around quick and said, what? And when she did that, in the mirror behind her, I could see this long black pan with these fingers on her shoulder going all the way down to her chest. Um, and I just, I just said, never mind. You know, I mean, it, I, I was frozen, like frozen to my, I mean, I was like nine. Um but then after that, I mean, I have to live with my dad because my mom got really, really sick. Mm-hmm. That's a demon. Demons yeah. spread sickness. Demons, demons spread sickness. They enslave. They entice. They yes. harass. Yeah. They will kill you. They they bring on addictions. Yeah. They bring on addictions. That's what exactly happened to her. Whether it's eating, over exercising, um, 
doing the wacky tobacco, drinking, whatever it is, mm -hmm. they add to it because they're trying to get you to the point where you don't have anything. They don't want you to have anything. And their main goal is to possess you mm -hmm. or to kill you because they can turn around and nab your soul. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. And keep you here on the earthly realm. Keep you here, stuck here on the earthly realm and keep you running and running. If you don't automatically, you know, go to heaven, yeah. go to the light, go to heaven. Right. So, yeah, yes, that, that is exactly what it is. As soon as you said that, um, somebody, do you know the background on that mobile home or anything? Because I was being, being told somebody killed themselves there. I, I don't, but I always got that feeling because, um, my mom she said at one point that like at her lowest point in time she was by herself so we were at our dad's and she had had a gun you know um just for her personal safety um in the hall closet which was across from her room and she said that she was just sitting there thinking you know like this is not the life and my mom was not a depressed person like that she never had those thoughts and that hall closet opened up where the gun was um, and she said that when that happened, she got the hell out of there and she didn't come back. Yeah. It was trying to get, uh, make her really depressed and have these like really evil thoughts, bad thoughts and stuff like that. So she would get up and go to the gun, to the but her angels yeah. and things were protecting her. Yeah. She, always, she snapped out of it and got out of there. That's what my guides are telling me. Yeah. Yeah. So. She's always had angels and she's, she's always told me she's always dispatched them around. And I've always, you know, rolled my eyes at it, but. I mean, I believe it because there's a lot of times where I should have not been alive and I am. And I think it's due to her, to her praying constantly over me. Mm -hmm. I really do. She, and she tells me all that. And it's not just me and you know, my brothers and, and his wife, their families, uh, my family. And I, the more things that happen to me in my adult life, the more I believe that. Um, so, Vanda, yeah. so Vanda, what kind of what kind of paranormal experiences have you dealt with? Um, I lived in a house just uh, a few years ago that I don't, you know, I really don't know what to. I don't know if it was like a reoccurring thing, but I don't, and I, I never spoke to the previous owners, any owners afterwards or anything, but um, I would be the only one home in the basement and I would hear babies crying upstairs when no one was home. I would hear footsteps up and down the hallway um, I would hear, um, in the basement, I would hear scratching from on the other side of the wall when there, where there was only sheetrock against, you know, foundation brick. Um, I woke up one morning and found, um, muddy footprints up and down the hallway and up to all the doors and windows but I, there was absolute. They were the windows were still locked from the inside. Doors were still locked from the inside. Everything was locked up tight, and it wasn't me. I mean, that that's enough to just make you. Get, and I was the only one home. 
that's enough to make you um and there were instances where there were noises that you know just shouldn't have happened um you know it's it's just one of those times where you actually like will reconsider like everything you've until you've experienced it you know you could be a de mm -hmm. deny these things exist all you want um and until you like experience them firsthand yourself in situations like that you know it'll make you reconsider everything you think you know about that yeah you know sure like, i had tried like i even went so far as like i tried to look up like the previous history of the house and the neighborhood if anybody had killed themselves in a neighbor's house or previous families had had some some something happen within their own family if something had been brought into the house that wasn't supposed to be there mm -hmm. stuff like that but i'm telling you that is like the closest i've come to like oh shit moments where it's just like okay all right Oh, that, I mean, and, and and nothing and nothing has happened since you know yeah it was the house and now property yeah and that was definitely a demon there they were using a baby they bait you in they'll use babies and children okay like the baby cry to get you to go up and look so they can turn around and attack you they mm -hmm. they use that to get people to come in and, and like kind of sucker them in and, and I've heard that they get attached. Some people will actually have stuff attached to their families, attached to them individually. And they think that once they move, they can get away from it. But it will be attached yeah. to them as a person, even attached to their family. Stuff that can pass down generational. I, I've heard oh, of that yeah. happening. Oh, yeah. They can, they can attach to you when you're coming through the uh, – your soul comes through the firmament into the, this realm. From the spirit realm to the through the firmament to this realm, okay? Mm -hmm. they, they literally can attach to you then. They can also attach oh, to you in the room, too. I think whatever was in that childhood double well, okay. I, lived in, right. I think I'll it attached fight. to me, and now. I think it followed me for quite some time. She is um, really up fighting it. I really do. Who's really fighting it? <laughs> I think he was well, good. my dad. Oh, you're good. You're good. So, so, Ox, what about yourself? You ever had any personal paranormal experience? Uh, I have, but I had, I guess, another uh, perspective on all this stuff as well. Um, yeah. I have survived some pretty gruesome shit, and not to say I'm the only one here who has, but um, I watched a lot of my friends die, and I didn't do any military service or any shit like that. It was one dude who came in and fucked everyone's night up. Um, Part of me wonders if that dude was, you know, possessed by some kind of demon or some shit to do that because, you know, I, his struggles with mental health were well documented, but part of me wonders if it was just, you know, a spiral that was, you know, nudged by something else to get to that point, I guess. Yeah. That's you not, know. I mean, that's, that's, that's fair. I, I could see that as being. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I miss these friends a lot. And I, you know, sometimes I'll be at the store grabbing food or whatever, and I feel like I'll hear their voices in another aisle or whatever. And it's like, it's crazy shit. <laughs> like, did it all happen at one time? I'm sorry, if you don't want to talk yeah, no, about no, no, it. No, 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 it's all right. I, I uh, survived a mass shooting and yeah. uh, that I was a bouncer at. And uh, it, it was, it didn't feel real in the moment, you know? Right. And sometimes it still doesn't, but, but. You know, at times I'll hear those friends and whatnot talking to me. So, 
Who's the friend that had the brownish, blondish, sandy, dirty, brownish, blondish hair? Kind of like a darkish brown with a little bit of blonde in there? I mean, yeah, there there was a, a the door girl. There's what? The door girl uh, at the bar. She was, you know, she would work the cash register right there at the door. And she had hair about that color. This is a man. This is a man. He's not coming in all the way. He's standing like far back. Far back. He's not coming in all the way, but he's kind of like, I'm trying to describe it as much as I can see it. It's like a darkish, but it's like they had brownish blonde in it. Like hit the lights. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, they all had darker hair. The ones that I knew, anyhow. No, no. There was another one, and I didn't know him as well, but yeah. There was one. I'm sorry, I couldn't. You said there was another there, one? That there, there's another one that I didn't know as well of all them, of all those victims. But yeah, he was he was a tall dude, kind of brownish, blondish hair. Yeah. Yeah, he's going like that. He's going like that. Let, you got sorry. it. That's his way of going. You got it. You got it right here. Yeah, yeah. That's so, him. right. Yeah, he's coming. He's coming in further. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. I, I don't want to get into this reading right now. I'm not protected. I'm not being no, mean. No, right no, 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 no. I don't no, have my set, set up and stuff like that. And. What I got going on here, I don't want to invite anybody. Yeah. It's all good. If anything, oh, I just I wanted to let you to know that him, they came in. If anything, I would love to tell him that his family's doing good. They're all proud of how he was. So, you know. He was good be proud. Yeah, he, he can hear you. He said, I hear you, man. Yeah. His dad's a particularly good guy, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but cool. he wanted, he just wanted to. He just when you started talking, he just came in, not all the way in, but as soon as you validated, he came in a little bit further. And so that's I just don't want to go into a full reading because I'm not I don't have my I haven't done. No, I I would not expect you to at all. I really wouldn't. That's, you know, but that was that was crazy. And part of me, I guess my question about all that was, was that dude who shot the place up possessed by some sort of demon or some crazy? Yes. Yes. Yes, he left. They're showing me his face. He had kind of like a crazy look in his eye, kind of like a crazy mad look in his eye, like not of this, not of this earthly plane. Well, I met Shooter the week before, funny enough. Uh, I was working the door and he came up and it was Halloween. And, uh, you know, we we shook hands and everything. I mean, you know, someone who was a regular at the bar, I want to say, was like, hey, what's up? This is my buddy. And you know, met him the week before he was sizing up all the bouncers. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. That's uh people can put themselves there's people that are playing around with stuff. There's people that are hanging around, you know. You've yeah. got to be very careful who you your circle of friends are. You really do. And then even then you don't really, really know them unless you really, really, you know, I mean, they could be dabble. They could be a beautician and dabbling in the dark magic. They could sit there one day and be reading the Bible. But as soon as they get done doing Bible study, they're in the back. They don't follow the Bible. 
you know, it's like I always tell people, the devil can read the Bible. It just doesn't mean he follows it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's what a lot of people do, too. They, they can read the Bible, and then they turn around. They're going over here hanging out with people, doing spells, casting spells, calling in demons and things like that. And they get attached to their friends or anybody that has a depression problem or an anger management problem, you know, or somebody that's really, really sick. I mean... So there's demons in hospitals too. And I got to make this clear too. Not everything happens and it's a demon too. Okay. So right. I want to make that clear. The only reason why I'm seeing it's a demon is because my guides are really like, yes, it is. Mm. So that's the only reason why I'm, I'm seeing what it is. So, but yeah, not everything happens. It's a demon. Pardon me. I appreciate that bit of insight there. That, that was really cool. And then that almost made me cry. Like it really did. You're welcome. That hurts me very much. So Neptune, I guess I guess I'd like to hop over to you, man. You're always silent on a lot of stuff like this. Um, have you ever had any true paranormal experiences that you can recall of? Yeah, but I just have to say one thing before I go any further. Sure. Uh, a few of you already know that story, but Ox, uh, for whatever it's worth, man. I'm glad to know you, and you're a goddamn hero for what you did that night. That's right, sir. That's right. That's right. Certainly not. I am most certainly not. That was my friends. That was all my friends. Uh, I do have one particular encounter. Uh, it's been been a number of years ago, but we were talking about, you know, kind of how old Native American burial grounds uh, can carry a lot of conjecture with like haunted places. And uh, there was a place I used to go camping out at. Uh, I, I lived in eastern North Carolina for a number of years. And during that time, we had a particular place out in the woods near, uh, near Harper's Crossroads, which is it's about 35 miles uh, southwest of Raleigh, North Carolina. And oh, really? uh, yeah, there's a place out there. And I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me right now, but if you look it up, you'll find it. It is a place deep in the woods and we got lost. Uh, cue the, the nav jokes bandit. Uh, we got fucking lost and <laughs> no, dude, you don't want to get lost in that area, man. Uh, we, we got lost and that particular area of, North Carolina is known for being haunted. Pretty much everywhere in the URIs is is pretty well haunted. Mm -hmm. So, but there's one area that sticks out, and we stumbled on it by accident. That particular area, it is it's surrounded by trees. Into my big circle where nothing grows. Yeah. 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 I live not far from there. That's where I'm. The the one near Sower City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one on Harvest Crossroads. Yeah, so we wound up camping near there by accident. You hear, you hear Ooh. weird, no- you hear weird noises at night. You'll you'll hear what sounds like it, it sounds like a Wendigo. It, it's a it's an un it's a jaw it's a jaw shattering screech. Well. In the daytime, we managed to stumble far enough in that we were able to find this haunted place by accident, which I wasn't even aware of at the time. And, uh, yeah, as Caitlin mentioned, nothing grows there in this little crop of circle. It's basically, it's just dead. And Mm -hmm. if you walk close enough to it, 
it don't matter what the temperature is outside. Everything, everything around you is about to get 40 or 50 degrees colder. Mm-hmm. It will send shivers. And you can actually see like a film, like cover, like around and covering that area. Like, I don't know if you could see it or not, but it's I, almost like a, yeah, it, it was like a fog. Yes. Yeah. It was like a fog, mm-hmm. but it was, it was colder than everything else around it. It's the mm-hmm. most terrifying thing that we ever had come across and it was getting late. So we just backtracked it out of there and we, we went back to the car cause we heard very out of, out of place sounds for a place that is largely unoccupied in, in, in the fall. Uh, it's not time for the deer to go out and fully graze yet and, but still, the weirdest thing about it is that in this little circle, I forget what it's called, nothing grows there. It is just dead. It, it looks like someone just poured diesel fuel and just lit a match. It's a, It's not the devil's stomping ground. That's somewhere else. Um, yeah, I can't remember the name I of can't. his wife for me. But I don't. It, I it can't is, recall it. We just call it, it the dead circle. We, 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 found, <laughs> we, we found it. We found out later on that. Uh, one of the legends goes that it was the site where a uh, Native American tribal chief and some of his clan had died uh, centuries ago. But I have no other information other than that, other than wow. it gets really cold and it will send shivers down your spine. It is the most uncomfortable thing I've ever personally experienced. There's no cell service in this fog, as Caitlin mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's just it, it it gives you a nauseous feel and it makes you sick to your stomach. Yeah, like the only thing you want to do is hightail it out of there. The opposite yeah. direction. Yeah, that's demonic. That's demonic energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had a native friend who told me once because my grandmother has this collection and she finds them all the time on her property. In her house, I've had many paranormal experiences. Her I. The only I never I know I said I never seen like full apparitions, but I saw like half of one. That's the only time I've ever seen it. It was at her house, um, going across the top of the steps. But she has this big collection of arrowheads that she's found in her garden um, throughout the years. And I had a native friend. I mentioned it to him one time, and he said, "You know, you don't keep those. You know, they didn't just leave those laying around." If, you're finding a lot of them like that most likely because that was a war site or they had to be abandoned because they were taken captive you know something horrific happened there um and you should not have those and and i've tried to tell my grandma that she thinks that's nonsense um but i'm telling you like any kind of sleep paralysis i've ever had um where i felt like i've been lifted up out of the bed or um, when, like, the sleep process starts. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this, where you can kind of hear a faint noise or it sounds like a radio at first, and then it gets louder and louder and louder. And it's just, like, yelling in your ear. I've experienced that there. Um, it's just... My, my sleep, my sleep like, if you go... Scared of me now, if so. you're out in an area what Neptune was talking about, or mm-hmm. you're anywhere near like the Appalachian trip, that the, the uh, Appalachian trail or um, the Pacific Northwest usually, or a lot of, it, a, a lot of national parks. <clears throat> if you are carrying a walkie talkie, 
and it keys in um you're not there there's times and nothing is said mm-hmm. or if it just says ranger ranger that you're you're not supposed to answer that you're not supposed to answer that stuff yeah well, exactly. when, you're not when supposed that to answer that me, stuff. In the anything. same way, if you see the stairs out in the woods, oh yeah, you don't. Yeah. You're not. You're not supposed to walk up. To, you're not supposed to walk up the stairs. You don't walk up the stairs. Anytime you hear anything, call your name or make a noise or anything like that, and you do yeah. not know what you don't. It is you don't answer. Sure. You, you don't. Do you don't go. You don't go because no. I mean we've all seen the movies where we know yeah. how that goes. Why would you do yeah. that? Okay. No, I don't care where the sounds come what's, from. What's, I don't care how loud it was. I'm staying right here. I'm going to check it out. Are you but getting me? getting back to that, it's like again bringing up movies like when they. You know, mm-hmm. like Caitlin says constantly, and, and I've said too, like nothing comes out, just no, nobody pulls ideas just out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Some of that stuff, I mean, is just terrifying to think about that that has actually happened. And people are just like, ah, oh, no, man, that's Hollywood nonsense. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, ideas just don't get pulled out of thin air. People, how, the screenwriters don't just sit down and go, um, I just had an idea come to me. Let's write this movie. No, I mean, I mean you no. You know that Hollywood is actually like industry. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. And yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, that's a whole other episode. They will have so. this true knowledge to put into movies mm-hmm. and to sitcoms and to cartoons and everything. And people are like, oh, it must be their daydreaming imagination. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> this stuff is real. No, in, real. in the original Hocus Pocus, okay, um, Allison, you know, she's uh, the big history buff of the museum, right? Well, you can't actually hear it in the movie because um, they're the scene is taking place on the outside of the house. But what he's talking about... Hugh Jimmy's wife in this conversation now. (laughs) Hocus pocus, man. Yeah. Well, what he's talking about is um, the origins of sisters. And, like, Winifred's dad was a warlock. Okay. Um, The second one, I can't remember. The real... The one that sniffs out the children was a bloodhound. Her dad, his, her dad was a bloodhound, and then um, Sarah Parker's character, you know, the blonde one, was the village idiot's child. Um, but like stuff like that actually freaking happened. Like, I don't think that's fake at all. I'm, I'm gonna roll back just a little bit because I'm gonna, I'll, I wanna, I wanna make fun of Bandit for a second because look, bro. Mm-hmm. I pulled this idea out of thin air, mashing Deadpool and Beetlejuice together. Has it ever has it been done yet, though? Oh, I'm the first one. Nobody thought of this uh, one. Uh, why? Uh, I, I, okay. So, I mean, but still, I mean, think about it. My, okay, so that might be an exception, but I mean. Well, creative idea. Like, yeah, that's a create, creative idea. But that's what I do. Like, you guys know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a, you know, person. But so even back, then, Jim, you didn't, Jim, you didn't play that voice clip for the audience. I did. I did a little while ago. The oh, audience. you did? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yes, but, uh, but, um, 
ideas that you think of that are original to you i think you're still tapping into something i, I still think you're, you're creating you're, you're pulling two legitimate you're pulling two things and putting them together i'm naming those two life. things were yeah those beetlejuice and deadpool were created by different individuals though so you took something and created it and labeled it as your own it's a me well, you do know Hocus Pocus is about adrenochrome, don't you? Yeah. Oh, please don't. Oh, yeah. No, don't yes, say Sandra. that. Please yes, don't say that. Adrenochrome is a real thing now. That's a real thing. It is a real thing. I mean, that's a real thing. I don't, I don't, I don't go the Q route, but I will say. No, that I don't the, either. That the thing does exist. Why'd you just ruin Hocus Pocus? That was. Because it's true. Because it's they because it's true. It's three witches after killing okay. children. Right. Well, so they can stay young. That's what adrenochrome does. It's yeah, yeah. So what about the witches of Eastwick? Are we still okay with that? And does that have no, some underlying like symbolism of uh, you know yeah, so many Jack Nicholson being so Satan and stuff I'm not like that? But yeah. better than the other. I don't even watch movies to be honest with you. I don't. I don't. I, I study. I, I think once you know, once your eyes are open to what it really is, I think you're mm -hmm. able to pick up on um, those hidden innuendos mm -hmm. and those mm -hmm. hidden signals and so messages. It's hidden. And they, they, it's in plain sight. They put it right under our noses. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I'm talking about Owen Hocus. Look for people who Hocus. know, you got the you got the pedo symbol and the one of the pedo symbols in the O, the O of Hocus. And then on for the people who know what's going on, like we in this group um when we watch those movies um i think it'd be more difficult for um so those difficult, the, the, it's so difficult telling you from experience it's so, what yeah. it's, it's so difficult to try and watch things and not see all the symbolism right. but right. that's the thing we can pick up on the symbolism and it's you not like it's, it's not subliminal it's it's not getting to not a subliminal, subliminal to us anymore Catch it. getting to us you know we can see that yeah. stuff and um what other people will just breeze through the movie and not pay attention to what they're really taking in mm -hmm. right yeah right. because uh, they're, they're operation they're operation, operation mockingbird mm -hmm. this you guys but i actually gotta uh, i gotta leave the chat right now i got some stuff to do this evening i so do too actually i was supposed to get off at 10. <laughs> Well, you guys have a good rest of this episode and have yeah. a great evening. It was, nice to you. it was very good to meet you, Vicky. I'll see you, you again. Nice to meet you. Okay. Bye. You have a fantastic night. Yeah. We'll see you guys yeah. around. Bye, Bandit. Bye, Neptune. I'll see you guys Bye, later. See you in the chat. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, Miss Vicky, before before we do get out of here for the evening, though, my, myself, you know, I had I had a kind of a cool ghost story. I guess I was saying a poltergeist story, more or less, myself, where uh, this thing didn't want me living in a lake house that I had I was renting for a time, but I wasn't going to give up on it. And you know, um, me and this thing went head to head to the point that it set my house on fire, mm -hmm. like. There was there was a whole there was a whole epidemic of you know throwing silverware at me and sticking knives and forks in the wall and doing the the cabinet opening and shutting and stuff like that and writing on the bathroom window mirrors and 
they're running through the house when nobody's in the house and you know when i'm in the basement and stuff like that and then of course you know like i said set the house on fire and like i i was i did some research and found a fella had hung himself in the basement and to my, you know, to my guess was I always thought it was him, but obviously there could have been something more there, you know, like he, he did that. He obviously did that for reasons unknown to myself. You know what I mean? Like that mm -hmm. there could have been some kind of force previously already there. And there seemed to be because there was some spooky stories out of that entire neighborhood, including a giant catfish drowning um, a four-year-old girl in the lake. That was out on the that was in the neighborhood of that property and stuff back in the 80s and there's even like newspaper article clippings that you can find where they where they drained the lake and found this catfish mm -hmm. and so <clears throat> you know i always found it as kind of an interesting story for me like that that's definitely one of those paranormal experiences that actually happened later in life so i was already believing in them so it was that that's why i felt i was like listen you're not kicking me out of what I feel is like the peak of awesomeness. I, there's a my backyard's literally a lake. Like we will fight this one out. Like, <laughs> yeah, but you and it ended up setting fire to the house, and you got out, right? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, because if it it was like telling you no, I'm in control here. I've got the power, and it, they, they would it would have killed you, no matter if it set the fire to the house or not. It would have either possessed you, killed you one way or the other. If you so yeah, no, it was letting you know, no, I've got the power here. And it wasn't that man that did it, you know, it was actually a demon that's attached to that area right there. I believe that. I believe that. And it possessed that guy to kill himself. My guys are telling me because he heard voices. He heard voices well, it's telling him to kill him. Yeah. So that's very interesting. Like that's, I mean, that's what a lot of this is with suicide attempts. Okay. They try, demons try to get you so depressed, so depressed and down and out. And they talk to you and they tell you, oh, you're no good. Nobody loves you. You have nothing. Da, 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 da. You're worth nothing. Da, da, da. And people that sink, they sink. And then they move in and then they start taking over more and more and more to where the voice that of the demon is more powerful than their own voice. And they turn around and they take their lives. I think this is where we had a good talk before the show began or right when the show began, like there's such a common misconception about what like, there's so many different like variations of like what, you know, beings people see or think mm -hmm. they're seeing. There's so many different. So uh, I think, I think more of them are bad than good. I think the ones you see more of are mm -hmm. the bad ones. And I think the ones you just, you hear are, more than likely good ones well there's trickster spirits too that like to just they get a kick out of like moving stuff around seeing you look for it mm -hmm. you know yeah they're irritating not you. there's no ill intent they're just yeah. there to mess with you yeah and there but, are uh, some spirits that are like that they that will protect you and protect the home <laughs> my guardian angel retired 20 years ago 20 years ago man it's gone man um but yeah as it was we had to get that out of the way because like you abroad it's a it's a broad grouping uh, just say ghosts because we had this we had a, uh, some people on the show yet uh the day before yesterday like uh we were talking about uh you know there there could be interdimensional beings just 
that can't be classified with spirits, ghosts, demons, stuff like that. And people will see those and um, like, oh my God, I just saw a ghost. No, you saw an interdimensional being that has no chance of interacting with you. You just saw like a shifting being, you know? Um, yeah, it, it's just such a, it, it, it really is such like, it, it is something once you get into, I think you have to focus all your study time on um, that group of the, you know, just the spiritual realm like that, you know, because there's so much to it. Because um, right. I even think cryptids fall into this maybe slightly. Um, cause that, I mean, we could do a whole episode on cryptids, you know, Wendigos, skinwalkers, yeah. chupacabras, um, stuff like that. Um, but we have one plan for spooky month already, actually. Yes, we do. Um, I have never, now my wife has been to Waverly Hills. Uh, mm-hmm. I have never, there are so many, um, and believe it or not, I think the South actually has more areas to visit that are hot in the Pacific Northwest. I think that's a huge area too, but the South has more haunted areas than the North does. And I know there are a lot in Kentucky, especially if you get around to the Civil War battlefields. We have one here that was one of the largest Civil War battlefields in Kentucky. And they say on certain nights, there are just people roaming the hills that you can see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild. They say World, the World War I battlefields, World War II battlefields and stuff yeah. like that are extremely haunted. Sure. Yeah, they don't, it doesn't ever stop. They constantly reenact the, um, they're still stuck there. A lot of them are still mm. stuck there. They they constantly reenact everything, and then they don't understand who we are. Yeah, you know they can see us. They don't understand how because we're dressed different, we look different, everything, and so it's like they're constantly. I wouldn't say they'd hurt you. They might mess with you a little bit, or just. I think it just depends on the spirit, really. The spirit, and if they're, I, it's. Like if they're out to really hurt somebody sure. and, and stuff. So I think it just depends on that. But yeah, they're constantly reenacting this, the the event, the tragedy that happened. And, and I have to agree that. with you. I believe the South is more haunted than the North, but I believe it goes the South, the North, uh, the, uh, the West Coast, uh, uh, and then um, over there, the East Coast, especially um, New York, Pennsylvania, um, Chicago area, a lot of a lot of activity over there. You know, you got the gangs, you got the old mobsters, you got the um, what is it, the tea party and everything that happened, the shootout at the tea party, and you know, so yeah, there's a lot of activity and stuff over there too. But I I agree, I believe the South is worse than any other the other areas from what I experienced and heard of. Bandit, think of. Panda, think about being stuck in a perpetual state of reenacting the war you died in every single day. Nah, dude, I don't want to do that, please, man. Just saying, though, like, having sand 
sand perpetually ground into every opening. <laughs> you know, no, I don't want I don't want sand and you know, I don't want sand all over my skin for the rest of uh, uh, the rest of existence. <laughs> I can't like just In the question I want to, you know, the question I like to ask myself in situations like that is, you know, when you do see them stuck there, I mean, is that just like, is that just like leftovers? Like, or did they do something that would cause them to be stuck in like um, a constant loop like that? You know, did they per? Uh, is there a reason they're stuck in purgatory? Um, well, or is, is it just are we seeing like leftovers? Are they gone and some of them is just left behind, like the tortured part left behind? Okay, some of it is like residual, very strong, intense residual energy. Okay, some of it's that, but also, say you're laying in bed and you're asleep and somebody breaks into your house and shoots you no <laughs> I, no i'm just I'm i get i get example. it i'm yeah. not wishing upon anybody i'm giving you an huh. example the last thing you remember is you were asleep so you don't know you've passed away you have a choice to go to the light or stay and so you're trying to figure out what's going on you don't know you see what i'm saying yeah, so yeah, yeah, I get you. You choose not to go to the light. So every night you're repeating that and repeating the enactment. So, so a sudden, unexpected death when you don't like when you're doing something or in the middle of something, a sudden, unexpected death could possibly like cause you to stay behind and keep reliving your last moments over and over and over again. Yeah, or something that, severely tragic, where severely tragic, no, where you don't want to leave your thanks. buddies. And, like imagine a big war and you got your whole, you know, your whole troops and everything like that and your buddies and stuff and they're falling and stuff like that. And then you get shot, you have, but you don't realize that the last thing you know is you're looking at your buddy to make sure, Hey Tom, you over there, you're going to cover me. Boom. You know? So you don't realize you got killed and you're coming out and it's like, Hey, Hey Tom, you hear me, Bob, you hear me, you know? Mm. And so you have a choice. Do I stay behind or do I go to the light or, but they also, you know, they have their own stuff that's going on, too, because if you kill somebody, mm -hmm. even though it's to protect, you still have to. A lot of people are like, should I go to the light? Because what about Judgment Day? You know, what's what's my punishment going to be and things? So they stay behind and that keeps the reenactment going. Does that make sense? Mm hmm. I got I got it. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on? um we mentioned a little bit about, um, like, if somebody's been cursed, do you, I mean, can, can you, can people be, like, cursed to, after death, be, remain in limbo here in a, in somebody's house, in a building, on a certain area of land? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, they can. Oh, you have a choice. You have a choice to go to the light or... Go to the uh, go to the light and be presented, you know, for Judgment Day and everything. A lot of people are scared because they don't want to go to hell. Nope, so nobody's in hell right day. now. Yeah, 
they choose. Hell, I, yeah, I don't. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. There's literally. I think Earth is, you know, itchy double toothpick. So, uh, anyway, but there's also some beauty to it too. Okay, um, I, I can understand that. But um, the thing is, is that they have a choice. They have a choice to stay here or to go. And if they stay here, they take the chance they have to run from um, soul splitters. Okay, those are demons that literally come after the soul and split the soul. And then that makes part of them a demon. And then the other part is like the angelic, the good part. And it's split from each other. The soul split. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, but you, they have a choice. But a lot of people are too scared. They're too scared, or they don't know that they're dead, or they well, they're afraid of the uncertain, right? They're 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 afraid afraid of the the unknown. I mean, all of a sudden, like you're doing something, and bam, you know, you're you're looking into a bright light, and you've got a choice. And I mean, people are like a majority of people are afraid of the unknown. So what is so what does that say? I mean, how many how many ghosts could be wandering the planet? There's, there's millions of them. I don't know. There's, yeah. just, there's a lot. There's a lot. We walk through them every day or sure. we walk past them all the time. I, I mean, I was driving down the road one time and I literally looked at this car and I was just like, oh my God, there was just something with this car. And it was just like, ugh. all of a sudden I seen this demon flying. It was attaching to the back end of the car. And I said a prayer for those people. But also another thing, too, you got to understand something, too, is these spirits, a lot of them want uh, some vengeance or their deaths figured out or their murders, you know, and some of them want vengeance. On anybody. anybody. It doesn't necessarily have to be the person that killed them. Yeah. And some of them don't want you in their home. Some of them don't want you in their land. They don't want you in their car. They don't want you wearing the jewelry or sitting in their rocking chair or looking in the mirror that you got from the fridge store for 99 cents because they're attached to it. So there's all this, you know, it's a combination. It's a combination of of a multitude of different things. So. For sure. For sure. And the only reason anybody, the only, the only thing is, is to get somebody in there that can hear them, see them with their, like, I see, I see spirits and demons and stuff with my eyes and my third eye. And they can be tricksters at times too. They can try to hide, but I'm blessed that I have my guides to tell me where they're at and things. And it's not easy to get rid of them. It's not easy to get rid of them, but a lot of them, you know, they, uh, a lot of them want their murders figured out. They want vengeance um they they don't know they're dead uh they're lost or they don't want to go they like they like being here harassing people they get a kick out of it i mean i guess i could you know that i guess i could see that you know understand that because there has always been stories of you know ghosts playing tricks and such like that like so i mean i guess yeah that that makes sense is is as wild as it may sound that makes sense so yeah. So, Bandit, you got any? You got any other questions? You, you no, it's been phone? good, man. This is the. These are the ones I like. The ones that get you thinking way outside, way outside the what you know, the norm. Yeah. 
uh, absolutely. Yeah. Like there's always there's I think there's always room for this kind of thing because it's something that just about everybody I I know has had some form of experience. You know, I've I've had multiple experiences, but that's just I think this has been different parts of my life and different things that I've ran across. And, you know, that's just me. Neptune, you, you got any any questions or any last thoughts you got for this evening? No, I think I'm good, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, Miss Vicky. Hey, Neptune, how are you doing? I'm very busy tonight, unfortunately. <laughs> well, it's good seeing you. Good seeing you. Thank you. Thank you. Miss Vicky, of course, you know, we're, we're, we'll have it set to where you guys can get back and find her at Instagram under her Born Awake Oracle moniker there. And, you know, she does do this, the mediumship work and stuff. You know, I mean, I, I, if it's something you're into or something you're looking for, I do encourage you to reach out to her. She's, she knows what she's talking about and stuff. You know, I, I, I appreciate her coming on here and telling her stories and sharing stuff with us and things like that. Cause like that's, that's really cool to, from my perspective, to talk to somebody that that sees it as a normal everyday part of her life. And so, you know, I, I appreciate you so much. You know, Thank you, you. Definitely, definitely. And you know, I'll make you. sure I share those links. And you guys know before I get out of here, I always got to share a good joke. So um, <clears throat> why do you never see pirates crying? Why? They like their privateers. Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah.